Psalms chapter number 34, the division of Psalm. For all of those who will be reading scripture at a time, the Psalms, they do not have chapters. They're called divisions. The 34th division of Psalms. Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastics, Song of Solomon. Everybody have it? The division, 34. It says, and I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Verse number two, my soul will make its boast in the Lord. The humble will hear it and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Verse number two, my soul will make its boast in the Lord, the humble hear and rejoice. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. In Jesus' name, you may take your seats at this time. Jesus' name. We're in a season where I'm going to be teaching and reteaching and retooling our church on the importance of worship, the importance of praise and worship. And so on, on last Sunday, the Lord began to, to move in the house and gave us some specific instructions and just reminded us of, of what we are. This is a house of worship. It's a meeting place. Our first rock in this church is worship. Worship is non-negotiable at the Rock Church. We don't fall out, we don't argue, and we don't disagree and become offended about worship. If you do, you probably need to find another church. We don't argue, we don't fall out, and we don't become offended about worshiping God. It's not even a conversation. So I want you to be real careful if you get in your car today and be like, well, pastor want me to do this. Be careful. You might want to find another pastor and another church because I'm not going to reason or compromise with worship. Did you hear it? Worship is important. It is the rock of the house. And so we're in a, we're in a season of teaching, a season of teaching and worship has everything to do with honoring God. As I give you these lessons, worship has nothing to do with music. That's just a tool. That's just an accessory. But it's not worship. It's a part of worship, but it's not worship. The praise team is not worship. The singers is not worship. Worship is your honor that you bestow upon God. Ooh. So can I make it clear? Real worshipers know how to honor God in every phase of your life. And so for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to go through the three general, general spheres of worship. The vertical, 
the horizontal and the inward aspect of worship. We're going to start out today with the vertical aspect of worship, the purpose and power of praise in worship. Very simple, very simple teachings. A lot of times when we teach worship, and the way I've heard worship taught, it's very spooky, unattainable. And it causes people to feel as if you've got to be so holy to worship God. Can, can, can I give it to you? Can, can, I know this is probably going to cross some real theological boundaries. But God never said you had to be saved to be a worshiper. I'm going to leave it alone. Stay right there. Before there was salvation, there was worship. Worship, again, has everything to do with honor. All right? Now, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to mess y'all up, but I'm talking about the honor system. I'm not talking about being saved. I'm talking about honoring. But we have a lot of people that are saved that don't honor God. We have a lot of people that love God, but you don't honor Him. We have a lot of people that care about God, but you don't honor Him. Honor means that you put Him at the highest level that no one else can sit on. That you will honor God with your giving. That you will honor God with your tithe and your offering that you will honor God with your whole life that you will honor God with your thoughts and your conversation that if a foul thought comes into your mind you say wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I, I cannot honor God and think like this at the same time see 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 church would tell you baby you're gonna have some issues in you no 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 I got some issues but I cannot honor God and my issues at the same time I cannot serve man and God at the same time. I can't serve two gods at the same time. Many of us want God to bless us, but we don't know how to honor him. Many of us have the blessing of the Lord in our life, but we've not honored God for giving us that blessing. God has been good and he's been kind and he's been great, but we haven't honor issue. Honor affects your commitment. Honor affects your stability. Honor affects your willingness. Honor affects your ability to do what God has called you to do. Honor affects your trust. Honor affects your confidence. Honor affects everything that comes after it. Did y'all hear what I said? To honor God is the greatest thing that you can ever accomplish in your life. Honoring the Lord, honor the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your soul. So when we talk about the vertical aspect of worship, uh, the vertical aspect is the level in which the worshiper communicates with the Lord. So if I'm going to honor him, 
that means that my first communication has to be to God. Every day that I get up, my first communication should be, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for keeping me in my right mind. Thank you for giving me breath to breathe. Thank you for giving me legs to walk. Father, I love you. I honor, 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 honor. Somebody say honor. Say honor is the first communication. Your honor determines how the rest of your communication will be affected between you and God. Honor, 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 honor. The primary reason for this vertical aspect is to do what? It's for the worship, it's for our worship to minister to the Lord. The basic posture of a worshiper is not a singer, it's not a prophet, it's not an apostle, it's not a pastor, it's not an evangelist, it's not a teacher, it's not the word of the Lord, thus saith the Lord, that is not worship. The primary posture of a worshiper is that a worshiper lives by Psalms 34. I will bless. I will bless. When you're blessing something, it means that you're giving honor. I will bless the, meaning that there is there is only one, the Lord, continually. But how do I do it? I will bless the Lord, not in silence. I will bless the Lord, meditation. I will bless the Lord continually with the expression of my mouth. You guys hear me say it all the time. How can I tell you thank you and you never hear me say it? You know, it's like my wife. You know, if, if, if you're getting married, you know, you are married. You know, most of us men, we go through, our wives believe that we should honor them by always reading their mind. You should have known I wanted that. You should have known that I felt this way. Have you ever been around somebody that says, well, you didn't know, I, I didn't know, you didn't tell me. Well, you should have known. You know, we do God like that. What do you want? He's been saying for the last four weeks, asking me to do the impossible. How many of you really opened up your mouth and said it? How many of you went through your week and said, God, will you do the impossible? Thinking it cannot make it happen. <laughs> your thoughts will one day become a frustrated confession. If you never open up your mouth and honor God with the blessing of your mouth, Father, will you do the impossible for me? I, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. See, there, 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 there is something that's crazy. Before his praises can continually be with you, you've got to open your mouth and bless it. Now, did y'all hear it? See, we, we, we teach that, you know, when praises go up, blessings come down. I don't believe it. Because how can you receive a blessing and you've not opened your mouth to bless the blesser? 
I'm teaching, I'm teaching. Uh, how can you receive the blessing when you won't open your mouth and bless the blesser so that the blesser can put a praise in your mouth? So that means that praise doesn't come from me. That means that praise comes from him. That his praise, my God, his praise. Are, are y'all catching this? Are y'all catching it? It didn't say my praise. It says that his praise shall continually, Pastor Shelley, be in my mouth. Can I break this thing down? Let's, let's exegete the text. I will bless. That means that I am operating in the place where I am giving the command. But as I give the command, God turns around, my God, and he now puts himself in the place and his praise. So before you get praise, you've got to honor. Before you get to praise, you've got to bless something. Before you get to the pick them up, put them down, shout and do all of that other stuff that y'all be feeling that's God and most of it's just your emotion. And when you go home, you still jacked up. When you go home, you still don't feel the presence of God. When you shouting, you just shouting just to be shouting. But you never blessed it. So you never got his praise. You just shouting off your own praise. You shouting off your own emotion. You're shouting off the emotion of the atmosphere. It says that I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. His praises shall, you can do it. Uh, no weapon formed against you. I got you. I'm going to hold you up. I'm going to make sure that you don't fall. I, Rabbi, I'm going to keep you on the battlefield, but I'm going to go before you. I will defeat all of your enemies. I'm talking about his praise. When his praise hits your mouth, it gives gives you the ability to stand up when you feel like falling. It gives you the ability to stand up when you feel like going to the side. It gives you the ability to run when you get weak. It gives you the ability to walk and not faint. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Worship has everything to do with posturing a blessing before the Lord. Not your money. Did you hear what I said? God wants your blessing. He wants you to bless him. He wants you to honor him. The second reason, the second reason in the vertical aspect is for our worship, is for us to realize that the manifest presence of God is in our midst. And in our worship services, it should be our desire for God's presence to inhabit the atmosphere of worship. First reason is that we communicate with God. All of this is vertical. The second reason is that we want God to be in the midst. God, will you manifest, manifest between you and I, between you and I. We want God to inhabit our worship where large groups of God's people congregate and sing the glorious songs of praise. Worship has everything to do with an with a expected, released, and prepared sound. When you bless God, 
You should have a prepared blessing to talk to him. You shouldn't just open your mouth and just be like, oh, thank you, Jesus. No, no, no. When you wake up in the morning, don't just, oh, thank you, Jesus. No, 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 no. Prepare how you're going to say it. Father, I thank you this morning. Father, I love you this morning. Father, I, I bless you this morning. I, I honor you for being God. Even if tears are falling down your face, prepare the greatest expected prepared release even if you're aching in your body and you cannot get up and you're just lagging there father I love you today my body's tired but I honor you for being God in my life oh rabbi see I'm going to teach you how to bless God in the midst of your issue. I, I, I'm not going to teach you how to bless God and forget that you got an issue because you can't forget that you got an issue. You, you, you can't just forget it and just say, my bills ain't paid and all things are going crazy in my mind and I got a pink slip and I'm getting ready to get fired. My children are acting crazy. No, no, I want to teach you how to bless God at all times so that his praises will continually be in your mouth. My soul will make a boast thereof and rejoice and be glad this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it bless the Lord oh my soul and all that dwells within me I will bless his name bless the Lord and forget not all of his benefits there's a benefit when you bless God come on now tap somebody and say there's a blessing or there's a benefit when you bless God come on tell him when we think about that word inhabit when we hear that word inhabit, the Greek word for that word inhabit, it is called yashab. Y-A-W hyphen S-H-A-B, yashab. Guess what that means? It means that when God comes in, to inhabit our worship it means to sit upon <laughs> it means that when we worship God at a certain level and when we reach a certain level we inhabit the blessing and the praises of God to a point to where heaven begins to sit on us oh my God the throne of God begins to rest on me the, the favor of God begins to rest on me the provision of God begins to rest on me the healing of God begins to rest on me the joy the love the peace the grace the mercy the kindness the goodness the greatness the awesomeness, the power of God begins to rest in our lives. The power of God. Worship has everything to do with the power of God being released. But the power of God cannot be released in our lives until we learn how to honor Him. Until we learn how to bless Him. Until we wait 
and allow him to put his praises in our mouth. And as I begin to praise him out of his praise, my soul now makes a boast. Oh, baby, you don't understand. God's been good to me. I know y'all sitting there thinking I should be crying, but God's been kind to me. God's been wonderful to me. I know my day might be cloudy, but God has kept me in my right mind. God has been my protector. He's been my provider. He's been everything that I need. He's my all in all. He's my everything. He's the morning star. He's the lily of the valley. He's my battle axe. He's my rising star. He's my rose of Sharon. He's my everything. He's my joy. He's my rock. See, that's when your soul begins to make a boast. See, that's why we equate praise with this. That's a dance. Has nothing to do with your praise. See, it makes it wonderful when you have his praise and you start dancing out of his praise and you start giving glory out of his praise and out of his goodness, not because you're frustrated Not because something went wrong. I know that this is just going to cross lines and, and, and people, they, they're going to probably get mad at me, but y'all got to be careful in how y'all say y'all overcame your problem. You overcame your problem because you were doing this. What does that do? What does that do if you never honored him? What does that do? Speaking in tongues and you never bless him. What does that do? And you don't understand what his praises mean to your life. And your soul cannot make a boast. You can dance, but you cannot let people hear you say, I thank you, God. I love you, God. I praise you, God. I give you all of the glory, but everybody can see you dance, but nobody can hear your confession. That is a false worship. said let everything that have breath praise ye the Lord it means that God comes in the, the, the third reason our worship is to provide an atmosphere where the gifts and the spirits and the various spiritual ministries begin to manifest word of wisdom word of knowledge discerning of spirits the gift of faith gift of healing workers of miracles diversities of tongues and prophecy see you cannot get to the prophetic until you posture yourself I'm teaching it's gonna cut down some religious stuff you can't prophesy and release a prophetic word until the people are postured to bless him to honor him so how are you gonna prophesy to me and I ain't bless God how are you going to release the blessing of the Lord in my life and I'm not even postured to bless him my own self? See, we got to be careful. Miracles, signs and wonders don't happen until the people posture themselves to honor him, to bless him. Have you all noticed that there is a glory in this house? It was already here, so it ain't like we didn't done something special. It, it, it's here because the church across the hall has released it. But have you all noticed that in the Rock Church, since September the 23rd, 
the glory of God has been resting on this house. This is the first time we preached since September the 23rd. First time. The glory of God. Here it is, the fourth reason. Fourth reason for the vertical aspect of worship is for our services, is to open the channels of communication. Here it is, between God and man. Come on, stand on your feet. It is God giving and man receiving. Come on, stay focused. Stay focused. Be sober. Be sober. Did, did y'all see that real quick? Did y'all see how quick the enemy tried to distract you when you stood up? Did y'all see that? Because he knows what's coming next. He knows what's in the lesson. This is your opportunity to begin to posture yourself and bless him. That's why when you enter the presence of God, you got to enter like this. That nothing will distract you. Even when you look to the side, you can only see straight. When I look to the side, I can only see straight. I can only see straight. It's for us to open the channels of communication before God. Most of us would say that the reason that we're not growing is because we're going through a phase. I can agree to some degree it's been four years. But let's add this. Maybe it's because we that are here have not allowed the boast of God to be heard in the ears of those that we are connected to that don't have a church home. Because you can't tell me that when people see the grace of God on your life, that they won't follow you. Did y'all hear that? That when people see the benefit of God in your life, baby, I was broke three weeks ago, but I woke up this morning and God paid my bill. I, I, I was in an accident three weeks ago, didn't have no car, but God gave me another car. He gave me a brand new car, no down payment. He gave me, see that, that's making a boast of the law. See, your soul is not to make a boast of the Lord to save people. It's to make a boast of the Lord to the unbeliever, the heretic, the atheist. But see, if you and we cannot honor God, then how can we effectively win other people to Christ? How can we be fishers of men? If we've not postured ourselves as a house, as individuals, corporately, how can we honor our church if we don't know how to honor God? It's the honor system. If I learn how to honor God with the first five minutes of my day, that means the other hours and the other minutes are going to now I'm not telling you that you're not going to experience life but when you honor God when you bless him 
at all times. He said that his praise shall continually be in your mouth and your soul will begin to make a boast thereof. And because your soul been making a boast of, it says in verse number three, as we end, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. You've got to posture yourself to bless him. And then as you bless him at all times, his praises will continually be in your mouth. And because they're in your mouth, your soul will make a boast thereof. Rejoice and be glad. And when we come together, you'll begin to say, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm in the presence of my brothers and sisters. Let us glorify and magnify the Lord together. The reason that church is hard is because you have an honor problem. The reason that prayer is hard is because there's an honor problem. And guess what? Honor is one of the easiest things that you can fix in a relationship. Because honor doesn't have to be earned. That's trust. <laughs> honor is something that you give. Honor is something that you learn how to do. Trust has to be earned. That means that you gotta go through a system of earning somebody's trust. But you don't have to earn honor. You have to learn how to give honor. How do you honor somebody? You honor them for who they are. Who's God to you as you lift your hands? Who is he? Make it personal. Who's God to you right now? Can I give you the perfect example? My baby's not been feeling well all weekend long. My honey's not been feeling well all week. And when she's not feeling well and I'm prepared to go out of town, it, it bothers me. So I've been honoring God and asking him, you've got to be the healer to my wife right now. That's what he is to me right now. You've got to be the comfort to her right now. You've got to be peace right now. So I honor him as being a healer. Did y'all get it? That's real simple. Honor. Honor him for what he is to you. What you want him to be to you. You need him to be a protector. Then honor him as your protector. You want him to be your deliverer from addictions and things. Then honor him as being a deliverer. My God, I've never heard it like that. My God, minister. Did y'all hear it? Jesus' name. Jesus' name. This is the last of this storm it's the last of this storm did y'all hear me I've been praying for y'all for the last two weeks I was riding and I saw 
the blessing of the Lord hit your house so crazy that y'all had to decide who are we going to help to bless for Christmas? Who are we going to help feed? Who? But here it is. It starts with your honor. If you've been crazy in your mind, then you need to honor him as being a mind regulator. My God. We got to go. We got to go. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. As you leave this house today, honor God for what he is and for what you need him to be. Honor him for that. Honor him for being God, but then honor him for what you need him to be. God, I need a double portion. You're God. You're the God that's going to deliver me. You're the God that's going to save my family. You're the God that's going to bring my children back into the fall of being saved. You're the God that's going to bring my son and my daughter under the captivity of the Holy Ghost right now. You're a saving God. You're a favorable God. You're a powerful God. You're a healer God a cancer we got a report lady went to the doctor in the midst of her chemo no tumor it's all gone it's all gone it's all gone it's all gone I dare you this week as you prepare to leave this place and Leave your tithe and your offering. Honor God.